Welcome everybody to another Yamlord session. Hopefully you're having a great day today. Since we missed our meeting on Monday due to technicalities, I'm going to start this thing off, give you guys a quick rundown of what's happening. As it is, you guys are pretty much all in the same, you know, you're in the loop because the stuff that's happening, we, we talked about last week. Pulling up the chart here, we can see that we are still at um, a point where we are still forming bearish divergence on the four hour in the midterm and as well on the hourly in the shorter terms. So definitely possibility of getting pushed back again for more than likely, as we've been talking about today, a higher low, hopefully coming in around 37,500 is kind of the broad area of where I'm shooting for here. Just to play out, hopefully, I mean, if we're going to play out the div, it's going to go lower. It's probably going to come back to market structure around 36,700, 36,500. Um, just because I don't think a thousand, excuse me, a thousand dollar drop is actually going to play up this div. But at the same time, the higher timeframes are saying that they are not going to allow for anything more than a couple thousand dollars down. If we do come below the last low here on the four hour, uh, sitting at around $37,000, um, we would need to see divergence in order to validate still a higher low of the overall. If we get the div, you know, it, it's fine. Everything's good and golden. Coming back to our 12 hour, as we just pointed out, the money flow is just coming back into the green on these higher time frames. Uh, 16 hour, just coming back into the green daily, working towards just coming back into the green. We did triple confirm on daily three days ago. So if you guys were still in daily shorts, that was the time to exit. And if you extended that to a higher time frame, like a multi day, then I would have 100% taken 30-40% of the position off on that daily close. I would, you know, you'd be left with 20 to 30% of the position if you'd already taken profits the other times that you should have. So I would be looking for this, you know, midterm to continue until it turns back down or that higher time frame, that macro is invalidated. The problem is, is that weekly because we've still got divergence, it either needs to invalidate or we need to confirm a converging wave. As we've been talking about, is the more likely thing, unfortunately, just because we have weekly divergence, we have monthly divergence, the monthly, if things don't completely turn around in the next couple of weeks, uh, will TC down. It's not confirmed, triple confirmed down yet on the monthly, but this is like this month would be the triple confirmation if we don't get enough of a bounce or we get rigid let's like let's say we get up towards 50 the daily tc's back down the weekly has not tc'd back up or has but wolfpack is not we haven't invalidated the div there's a couple steps there right if if daily starts shifting back down before the weekly can change then that's a very bad sign right we don't want to see a convergent well <laughs> if you if you don't want to see us go to 20k, you don't want to see a converging wave. Because like I said, the next time we come back to 30, if we are going to come back to 30, I really don't expect it to hold. You know, I would I would more than likely be looking at, you know, a quick hard drop into those mid 20s, maybe, maybe low 20s. Um, but it would be it would be about the same percentage as our previous drop that we just had, which was about 50%. So you know, you can imagine if we only get to 48, we're looking at a 50% drop that puts us at $24,000. So yeah, converging wave, lower high. If we confirm it, 
and we start shifting back down again after this plays out in the midterm, um, that would be the time, you know, that it, you definitely don't want to be in alts. You want to kind of reevaluate your, you know, your spot positions and everything else. And like with the macro and the, and the mega macro being pushed down and potentially TCing down. Yeah, I would I would be, you know, at least trading in USDT, if anything, or, you know, closing some of those spot positions that are hopefully in profit or, you know, you've made money on. Just just be very careful if we if we turn back down and the weekly decides to converge and, and shit on us, because what that's gonna do to alts is it's just gonna it's gonna just fuck them right up. You know, we've already seen them fucked right up, obviously. We've seen fifty to 60 some altcoins have seen higher percentages of drop from from the top it can definitely it still has room to go you you think your altcoins have hit a floor you know <laughs> the altcoins don't have a floor that's the important thing here if bitcoin's not going to do it they're definitely not going to do it i mean there's going to be special exceptions to that of course like every time some coins are not they're just going to not die but the majority of altcoins if we were to crash below 30 would people are just going to cut their positions and it's not going to be a fun thing. So that's kind of what we're gearing towards here. As long as daily still up, we have hope here. And because there is divergence on daily and in a couple other places, this, like I said, it's giving me hope, but is it enough? You know, we technically do have a higher low now on the midterm macro two days lining up. Um, weekly Wolfpack has pointed back up, but money flow, it's still pointing down, right? But of course, this is a weekly and this is a delayed indicator. So we would need to start seeing this turn back up just like we did here over the next week or two. So maybe in five days, if we continue to hold here or push up against 40K, we could see this money flow start to turn back up. And every time in the past that we've seen it quickly dip into the red and then forcibly get thrown back into the green um you usually get some pretty nice moves out of it almost almost always all that pressure that was trying to push down gets slammed back up and like i said there's so many different there's so many factors right now that's the problem right because like daily looks great weekly looks okay and monthly looks just terrible just terrible but we haven't confirmed the TC, which means that we haven't confirmed this divergence. But if that happens, big trouble, big trouble. And the problem is too, is that we could be forming a much, you know, a fractal within a fractal. Like, let's say we get this converging wave on the weekly, we get back towards 50, we confirm the lower high, we get rejected, we fall to 20. Well, what that's going to do for us on the monthly is potentially be setting us up for like a monthly converging wave. If we don't, you know, if that doesn't take a good amount of time to get up to 50 and turn over, it's just going to be like a quick rejection. We would more than likely see like a monthly converging wave, meaning that we'd come down into these levels, we come back up, get probably get rejected around 40K this time and fall even more. That's like ultimate bearish scenario, of course. Um, but a monthly TCing down has never been good for us. Never, ever. Yeah, basically, I mean, just like, you know, the shorter time frames are stacking up bearish divergence here, but it's only hourly divergence and four hour divergence. So 
it should be a pretty quick get it over with complete you know like play out the divergences and then let the higher time frame continue doing what it was doing we've seen that because the trend is you know at least in the midterm turning back up that these smaller time frames you know the downside has been quick and obviously not as powerful as it was just you know a week and some ago and prior the bears are losing control here that's kind of clear because every time they they push it down it just gets pushed up you know that little extra bit there is signs that whales are still buying at these levels and are increasing buys at these levels so i'm really like i'm not worried if the institutions are happy buying around 30 for now you know we're okay if they realize that we're getting a converging wave and that we're heading lower they're going to sell off which will obviously escalate the slope and the uh the size of the, the of the downside move so that would be very bad to see entities and funds and shit if they start selling off around 50 you know just know that you were ahead of the curve and don't make the mistake of of waiting yeah so i said what i wanted to say today thanks for listening guys i appreciate it uh johnny you want to go over man? yeah what's up dude how what you up? been good 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 excellent so yeah what's uh what's going on for the for the shit, shit coins today? yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna go over a couple little things and news on today not really looking at any new projects really at this moment just uh kind of scanning and feeling out what the market's doing like you're saying it's kind of a you know iffy sideways we don't really have confirmation <clears throat> but we're still kind of in a i am in a um bullish mo- you know mood yeah for sure um, can catch some 10 percent gains and some 20 percent gains and telcoin i don't know if anybody's in telcoin it it's up 30 percent uh beam token it's up 60%. Some of the top gaining tokens for today, Decentraland, Beam, Tell, Avalanche, and Dent. Your famous coin, Dent. Don't you love Dent? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I know some guys in the in the group, they have some Dent. <clears throat> and I was talking to you a little bit ago. FTX just partnered ship with uh, some Coachella on some NFTs. Here for the United States. Interesting. So don't know what that's all going to bring out as far as liquidity for FTX, but I'm sure anything he's got his hands in is going to make money. So, so what, t- do you, sorry, do you know the details about like what for Coachella they're doing or popular like, music it, festival Coachella yeah. has yeah. partnered with crypto exchange FTX, the NFTs, a limited number of which will drop Friday will be on Solana. To be eligible for an initial drop, users must have FTX account. Proceeds from the items sold will go to three charities, including Give Directly, Lenders Compenson, and Fine Food Bank, with a royalty supporting the creators involved. So basically, like the Coachella is offering so we should, Yeah, they're, FTX and Coachella is partnering in in a nft program sure yeah that uh, it looks cool. like um cool. art prints photo books digital collectibles and unique real life experiences will also be sold i so, can absolutely see that doing well too like coachella is one of the largest 
music festivals in the world. Right. You know, so we but, could see a good pump on Solana because that's where they've got to buy the assets to buy the NFTs is on Solana. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'll be watching out for that to uh, pump a little bit. Sure. But uh, the watch list for some good up pumping gains, I'm looking at Avalanche, Polkadot, Luna, Solana, BNB, Ethereum. Those are on my radar right now. Crypto.com's moved up in uh, market cap for exchanges, top exchanges. Oh, sweet. Qcoin dropped, so they swapped places. FTX is at sixth. Really? Wow. Yep. KIO's above Kraken now. Interesting. (laughs) Wow. That is actually wow, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we got Binance in first. OKX is second place in exchanges. Coinbase. That makes sense. It's very. It's OKX is super popular in in parts of Asia and I think the UK as well. I've actually never used it personally. Me either. I've never used it. Binance US is crawling on up the chart to eleventh. Bitfinex tenth. Kraken ninth. CoinGecko or uh, Gate.io eighth. So yeah, that's some. Good info right there. But oh yeah, I am actually, um, like I said, just I got a little watch list watching those tokens and trying to get some gains off of them. <clears throat> Avax is doing a little pump ski, so I think uh, overall you see these alts, the good alts. You know, they pump, pump, pump as much as they can before the dump, dump, dump. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so I'm yeah, starting. Exactly. <laughs> so we're seeing them. You know. Liquidity coming in to bring it up. So if it dumps, it doesn't dump to zero. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, you know, it's still going to drop the same percentage as it was before. But if the dollar value is higher, then obviously you're going to retain more value when it does drop. Because it was going to drop 20% regardless, you know, but ETH ETH loves to fucking do this, right? Before every like major Bitcoin turnaround. ETH is like, hold on, hold on, just hold my beer for a second. I got to yeah. fucking take, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for a run quick. Just hold yeah, on. I'll you be know? back. Yeah. Yeah. It pumps like four or $500 and then Bitcoin pulls back and it just, it, you know, ETH pulls back to like where it fucking started. Exactly. It's like, okay, well, did it actually even, you know? Yeah. It's got to get drunk to handle that pullback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see that, you know our alts are moving up yeah. so that it when it does come, it kind of helps a little bit, you know? No, for sure. It's a great sign to see that people are throwing liquidity back into altcoins because that really shows, you know, a large part of the sentiment. Like when, when things are shitty and people are fearful, no, no one's yeah. buying altcoins. No. Right. Right. Now they're starting to feel comfortable again. Things are like, okay, well, this isn't so bad, you know? Okay. Well, they're not, you know, the, the the reserve and the government isn't, like, completely, you know, letting the economy go to shit yet. So, things continue. I am seeing a good trend on Twitter and YouTube now that we're kind of in a wishy-washy area. Oh all, these, uh, all these YouTube uh, shillers are getting wrecked and hammered oh. by all their people that are watching them. Good. You, you told yeah. us that we were going to this, and you told us that this was going to do this and you lied to us. And so now I think it's, uh, it's getting out more and more people are realizing that 
these YouTube shillers who shill, especially one I'm not going to name. Yeah, let's he, not name here. <laughs> he, he doesn't. I know what you're talking about. He doesn't even do his own research. He has people yeah, yeah. do it for him, so yeah. they're getting paid to shill. So I, can, it's I don't even. I can literally. I know exactly who the fuck. No, I know we. You know, I know you. Know. <laughs> hey, so, hey, yeah. now I'm in this meeting. Oh, Jay is in the meeting. I'm hey, in this meeting. I don't know. Listen, you're bit guy, okay? You're not you're bit the guy. other dude. Yeah. yeah, you're the bit guy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's good to see that the market is starting to realize it. You know, all these newbies that came in in 2000 are now in 2001. You know, they all came in and now they're starting to wake the hell up and realize they shouldn't be listening to these influencers. You know, it's good to see the the wave turning. <clears throat> we just need to educate them into the right and good projects versus, you know, shilling something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Teach them how to research. Teach them what's, you know, what's up. Help them with their portfolios. Get them out of the shit coins. Get them in good alts and good DeFi. And, you know, it's good to see it's turning around a little bit. For real. And I mean, people, this is a, this is a really good thing because it's going to push the, the viewers towards guys who do generally care about other people's well beings, not just themselves, you know, because when people shell those complete shitters, they're yeah. only looking out for the self-interest of themselves. That's right. They don't give a fuck that they're going to dump a million tokens on these people after they talk about it. Yeah, and get paid to talk about it. Yeah, exactly. They're getting, they're like double dipping. Yep. You know, they've obviously already got the coin. Yep. They've gotten paid to to sponsor for them and talk about it. Yep. And then they're going to make money from the, from the yep. thing itself. And that's why I get, I get, and everybody in here knows... I, I fucking say it like it is, and I will tell anybody on Twitter and anybody on YouTube in their comments, if they're a shiller, I will fucking call them out, and I get banned and blocked every week from doing it, and I don't care. I've been blocked from probably 20 Twitter accounts and 15 YouTube accounts just in the past three months. So You're a yeah. real-life Robin Hood of crypto. Trying to be. Trying to be. <laughs> Amen. Well, you know, keep up that good fight. Jay, since you're here, man, we didn't think you were gonna make the meeting today. Um, do you have do you have something you want to talk about? And maybe go over your I see you were talking about some altcoins today or going to Yeah, what's up? Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't think I was gonna be back in time for it. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, so I'm gonna go over some altcoins. Um, it's kind of funny, actually. It, it's not so much, uh, because, well, yeah, B- Bitcoin's kind of just boring, <laughs> you know, and, uh, I can only make so many videos about almost the same thing, you know, and I noticed that the last alt video I made, what the hell? I mean, it got, it has like four times the views of any other video. It's people are obviously interested in alts right now. Right. So it just makes sense to make more altcoin videos right now, even though like I only care about Bitcoin right now, really, because it's controlling the market. But not everyone feels that way, obviously, you know, and people want to know about the alts, too, of, of course, you know. So I'm going to make a video about uh, Polkadot, VeChain and Phantom. Those are good choices, too. Those are popular coins. So uh, I will be releasing that after the meeting. I'm going to record it pretty much. Um, but pretty much if you were to look at those three you know just just to give you a sneak peek like i mean they're all kind of doing the same thing so 
Well, kind of. Phantom, not so much. But V-Chain is triple confirmed down on the monthly. So, like, it already is. It did it last month. I'm not exactly expecting an explosion out of this coin uh, for a while. You know, we may consolidate for a bit. I'm just looking for lower prices. I mean, it's it's a monthly TC. For sure. Uh, so, that's ugly. Uh, but Phantom is not. There, it still had so much momentum going, you know, that it looks... This is one of the stronger coins for sure, right? So I think uh, uh, this is going to be one of those macro bullish coins that are going to be key, you know, that if you can pick it up on a deal while it's still macro bullish, because so many coins are going to just turn macro bearish, right? Like triple confirmed down on the monthly, you know, putting in lower lows and lower highs constantly, maybe breaking major support. But then you get some like Phantom's still well over two dollars. Um you know, because it's just a strong coin. So coins like this, I mean, it, gosh, it got down to 92 cents on KuCoin. I don't know if that's just a scam wick, but I kind of believe it because we retested some previous resistances. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, finding those macro bullish coins is key, right? So when you want to accumulate those, I think during bearish times, the best you can, um, as long as they stay bullish, of course, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and then, you know, you find some ones that are just crazy deals. Like I did the video on the graph and like <laughs> it's a great project and it's like 40 cents. And it was like, I don't even know, like three dollars or something at two ninety. I mean, it's just crazy. So if you believe in it, just hold it for a while, you know, yeah. but it could die. There's going to be coins that literally die. So it's just, you know, it's the risk reward you take. But when the price is already that low, how much are you truly risking anymore? Kind of yeah. nice, you know, ask, how much more you can buy. Can I ask you something um, about that graph? I, well, I did a video about it my two videos ago, but um, if that's what you're talking, I don't know if that's what you're talking about. But um, and then polka dot like bearish divergence on the monthly, you know, and it's looking just like Bitcoin. Polka dot looks very similar to Bitcoin, actually. I mean, they, um, on the chart. Right so you know, it's kind of got this like it's not a double top, but it's a diverging double top <laughs> so uh, on the monthly so it's kind of you know not not a not a giant fan but a lot can happen in you know sure. 27 days or whatever we have in february still so you know it's it's the start of it we could get a turnaround bounce off the zero line still who really knows but sure. that's gonna I, take a serious I, I, I just want to jump in here for one sec um you, i just want to point out that you altcoins tend to front run moves right like they jump the gun um, so the fact that VeChain did TC down on the on the monthly already says mm-hmm. that maybe it goes more oversold, you know, as this continues than it should, which would be like an ideal, obviously buying opportunity when that turns around. But if BTC is not going to do it, you know, even though they're TC'd and even though they might, you know, have a bunch of this stuff, they're not going to go if if Bitcoin's not going to go. So that makes sense. It's just, it's just, you know, be mindful of that because you, you have times when ETH TC's down, it looks terrible on the daily, but then BCC is already starting to turn back up and ETH just kind of like wiggles around and has a little hissy fit and then turns right back up too. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it just be mindful of that. Like, makes know, sense. We could just form a massive hidden bullish divergence on a monthly too. We could. Yeah. Cause that, I mean that BTC TC on the monthlies, it, we don't have it yet. You know, we still have a whole month here before that would confirm. And I really think like getting back above 
I would say 45,000 is going to turn that wolf pack green again and maybe potentially give us an extra month of, you know, can we turn this around or do we need just more sideways consolidation to figure this out and maybe like kind of settle some of that bearish sediment? Because going sideways is just as good as going down, you know, if things don't get escalated. Yeah. As long as the oscillators reset. And I mean, uh, so many freaking altcoins are on like major supports. They've all, you know, you look at every alt, almost every altcoin right now, and they're in the exact same pattern as of like, uh, you know, two weeks ago. They've all got this like triple touch bottom, higher low. You know, they're they're on major supports. Like it looks like the whole market is already reset to a degree, right? And if this this medium term lower high comes in, then that could just be a reset up for if we do push the altcoins up, just another reset for another dump. But it's yeah, until we have the confirmations and until we get a converging wave on the weekly, I'm still I, I still have hope, but it's it's starting to dwindle for sure. Mm. But yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to say so much. <laughs> oh no, you're good. Um, yeah, no, it's I always love your input. The um, one thing I did want to point out that I've noticed is when the wolf pack, you know, when it goes really far to one side, right, the green or the red doesn't matter, right? When it goes really far, <laughs> to expect it to not like play itself out, right? That's what you always talked about for forever, right? I, I literally could like hear you constantly saying we need to see if it plays out or it's, it's going to take a little bit to play out, you know, and I've now I understand that, you know, and how far down we went down on the daily on the wolf pack, right? Like for us to just do a wave way down to then just do a massive wave way up without some sort of like in the middle bullshit. Yeah. You know, maybe like it, it, it seems kind of far fetched, like just a little bit ridiculous to expect that. Right. So when we had our previous, well, I guess it was different momentum, but if you were to look back in September, right, we came down pretty far, but then we ended up diverging uh, before uh, at like 39K for, or 40K or so, and then we pumped up to 69, right? Yeah. You know, it's like we came way down, and then we kind of came back up, you know, but we diverged as we did it. We didn't really have that. We do have the divergence all the way from, you know, when we came down to 50K originally. So, I mean, that's strong, but I would be surprised if, you know, if we weren't going to have some sort of like BS in here, the daily would maybe stay TC up, but mess around for a bit. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm still not completely convinced, but the fact that we're closing where we are and the fact that we are still TC'd up, it's pointed up. It's going to remain pointed up at this. If it stays at this price Yeah, uh, is pretty strong. And uh, one thing I am kind of concerned about, though, uh, whether or not it's it's valid, but a concern is we did have a wick uh, like f a week ago on the 26th of January mm -hmm. and we wicked to about 39K. Uh, and then today we wicked over that to like 39.3. But mm -hmm. as of right now, we're closing under it. So I'm, I'm curious if that's going to have something to do with it. It is a bullish closing candle still. The fact that we still have another green candle and that's awesome. I just would really like to see us close over that wick from like a week ago. If if we were to close over 39, I think that would go really far for a little bit more bullish sentiment and then expect, you know, back up to 41.5, 42 from there, maybe reject off a little bit, come back down to 39 and then come back up. And then maybe we start looking at the high 40s and 50 range potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, 40 to 42 has been such a significant critical level 
at every point that we've hung around it, it makes sense, you know, that we're kind of like dipping our toes back up in the, you know, the 39 region, just, just like testing out resistance, basically how much resistance is up here, how quickly can they sell it back down, you know? And I, I agree with 39 in the shorter term for sure to help us get into like 40, 42, but I'm, I'm still thinking like 40 to 42 is the concrete like that is the key resistance right now. And if we can get back above that, just as we, you know, as we broke down one, the, 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 the exact same day that we closed below 41,700 was the same day that we broke down towards 33 over the next two or three days, you know? So that level has been key the entire time. And that acts as both in both directions. So mm-hmm. if we close a daily back above 41,700 or even just above 40, we we have a very good fighting chance of of yeah getting into those high 40s which is like i said if we're going to get the converging wave it's not going to go much higher than 50 if right. not at all right i got some canadian news for you ooh yeah Give me up and then let's uh let's let's uh kind of finish this thing off yeah it's about the hnt token hnt helium uh, he, yeah, yeah, okay. You know how they got the uh, mining rigs that you can uh, buy and mine and get internet in your house with it? Yeah. So they just partnered with five companies in Canada. Really? Yeah. Do you know which companies? Is no, it not yet. I would imagine they're telecommunication. Oh, I'm sure. Companies. Remember I mentioned it last week in the podcast how... Um, you know, the mobile world token and these, uh, the HT and all these uh, internet things are going to start coming more and more and more. Yeah. It's pumped. HT's pumped 22% since they announced it. Wicked. Yeah. I mean, you know, but that's 22% of, of a pump on a the month, news. two months of dump. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's good if you but good you know. to see that it's actually something actually being used in the world. Yeah. Versus a shitcoin. Totally. Anyway, yeah, just want to throw that at you. Cool. Just Yeah, yeah, no. Pre- we appreciate it, man. It. We appreciate it. Jay, do you have any closing thoughts, man? Anything else you want to put out there quick? Oh, let's pump it up. Pump it up before the beat starts dumping. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> oh, yeah. what the right. hell? I'm, I'm getting a little pumped up over here you know we're, we're getting we're getting bullish you know no <laughs> not really just uh pretty much yeah i i just i need to see us close over this get over that little uh, uh this resistance right here at 39 if we do i think it's kind of clear sailing back up into the 40 to 42 range for sure so yeah i mean it's not far you know clear 39 and we get to 40 wow what that's the best ta you've ever heard yeah We've literally been moving like a thousand dollars back and forth like four or five times today. So definitely just like, maximum BS. Right. Absolutely. Volatility. This one hour just looks like nothing but chop. It's still setting up for a dump on the hourly. Like it, it's trying to it keeps trying to invalidate and you know, it's just not I'm doing starting that. entries on the hourly on a short just based on that. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a long lasting short. It could, but just based on the TC. I'm thinking like as soon as we get fucking daily close here in 13 minutes. Sorry for my swearing. We're probably going to come back into the spy zone. We've been we've tested it one, two, three, four, five times essentially already. So if we could if we could hit that and we could find support again, 
more than five times actually because we were getting it back here too we would give us a good chance of 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 continuing and breaking through this resistance that we've been having thank you both for being here today i appreciate it um and uh we'll catch you guys next week peace out yes